Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 hey. What up, what up, though? A special Happy New Year, what up, though? I'm Reggie Watkins, and you're listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment. But please don't be hating. Leave that in 2022. It's 2023, baby. And my man Kevin Cleveland's running the show, engineering, producing. Kevin, what's good? How you doing, brother? Hey, Reg. I'm doing really good, man. Uh, excited about the show today. We got some uh, great topics to talk about. Yeah, got some good stuff to talk about today. And uh, we got one of my favorite people in the world on with us today. My man, Justin Wilson, or we call him Dub in the Bay. You know, he's he's here with us. Niner, Niner fan. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about all Happy things. Happy New Year, my dude. Yes, sir. Happy New Year, brother. Hey, we're going to talk about everything NFL we're going to talk about the Niners, our team. We're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk some national championship and some little gambling. But first up. Okay, so as y'all know, I have been gone, you know, over the Christmas break, New Year's break, all that stuff. Actually, I think I was, I can't remember. I think I was back around Christmas, but I was definitely gone uh, for the week of New Year's because I was in Vegas getting my turn up on. Uh, but Dub, <laughs> you know what was going on during the uh, during that week? We were I was coming back on Monday from Vegas, right? And uh, I was on uh, I was on my flight, and I'm trying to watch the game on my phone. It was the Bills and the Bengals, and then all of a sudden the game it said it was it said the game was postponed, and this was or like early. The yeah. game it just. Yeah, it was saying like delayed or postponed. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I went to Twitter, which is where I go as soon as, you know, I go for my news to Twitter. And as soon as I went there, I was like, I was hearing about DeMar Hamlin. Then I text you and we was talking about it. And I saw the video. And for those of you, I mean, everybody that's listened to this has seen it. It knows what happened. DeMar Hamlin made a routine hit, routine tackle, basically, got up and then collapsed on the ground, and then all of a sudden, they was going to commercial break like four straight times, and (laughs) me, anybody else who watches the football, has been watching football forever, has been around football, I immediately wondered if that dude was dead. That ain't normal. Yeah, it wasn't normal. What were you thinking? So I wasn't actively watching the game, right? I was kind of just in and out, doing stuff in the background, and when I came back, I saw that it had been postponed or whatnot, which I thought was weird. Uh, I was thinking, okay, is there snow? Is there thunder? You know, they cause a game with lightning or whatever. Um, I thought lightning. That's what I thought too, lightning. Yeah. Yeah, like lightning. But then I heard the announcers and I kind of heard their, you know, how kind of somber they were. And it was different than when somebody tears an ACL or, or something like that, breaks something. And then I saw the, the play, not – on TV, but on online, I went online and saw the play that happened. And I was like, okay, this is different. This is, I ain't, you know, I played football. I've never seen this. And to your point, I honestly thought we were to get like an update that night or the next day that he didn't make it. Like it's just, it, it felt different. It didn't look good and it felt different. It looked different. It felt different. And for a dude to pass, and they were giving him CPR. Right, they're giving him CPR. The ambulance comes out, and the ambulance wasn't even moving. The ambulance wasn't even in a hurry. It was like just getting out there. It was like they already know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And 
it was just so crazy to me to see that it was that it happened. But the first thing I went to after it happened, I was wondering, like, is the NFL going to keep playing this game? Like, what are they going to do? Because <laughs> the NFL has no chill, really. I mean, if we None. I mean, they did the right thing by canceling the game and not playing it. But I mean, please believe there were people in the stands and people on the field, there was other dudes on the field, even though most of them were like, yo, shook. There was dudes who was ready to, hey, okay, we're going to play ball. Like, I thought the NFL might keep this game going because revenue never sleeps. You know what I'm saying? And I was surprised that they canceled it. I was surprised, but at the same time, I was pleasantly surprised that they did cancel it, right? Like, they did the right thing. But I, it's like, you know how it is, man. When you're a football player, you're wired to you know that next man up mentality you're just wired a little bit differently like you it's a game your adrenaline is going you want to play um because i'm sure not everybody knew even though they were there on the field i'm still sure not maybe everybody knew the extent of how bad it was yeah yeah you know what what i'm saying like so i was thinking they were i was surprised and like you said pleasantly surprised that they actually canceled the game um and then I just wanted to wait and see what was going to play out in the aftermath because I thought when he got to the hospital, I was thinking, remember I was texting you, I was like, I think that dude might be dead. Like, yeah, I thought they might just be giving us lip service so that people don't really, ain't getting all scared about this football and not really worrying about it. And I thought that he might be out and we j- and, and they just giving us lip service so that people don't lose their minds after having watched somebody die on TV, right? Um, yeah, yeah. The longer you went without getting, because usually you get an update like right away, right? Like even if it's you know he's he's talking or he's breathing, but when you don't get no update the entire evening, that's when I was like fearing for the worst. Like, oh, I don't want you know this is the worst news you we can possibly get for this young man and his family. But I was yeah. fearing the worst, hoping for the best, hoping for the best. Yeah, exactly. But then as the days, you know, as the time was going on and we started hearing that he was doing okay, he was recovering, then I was starting to cringe because I knew what was coming. Right? <laughs> I knew I knew what was going to come. People were going to find a way to turn this into some Disney moment, some way to make everybody feel great about this thing when really – what you need to take away from this is is I, I we had an episode of the show that I titled Football is Dangerous. Right? Like I don't think people actually understand how dangerous this thing is. And people just watch it because it's so damn I mean, dog, it's I was having an argument with my my son and my wife this weekend talking about what sport is the the greatest sport on earth. Like to me and I've always said this Football is the greatest sport on earth to me because of the physicality and the mental that you have to have combined to play it, right? You play basketball, yeah. ain't nobody running at you to punch you in the stomach or hit you in the mouth <laughs> as you shoot the ball. You get to do your thing. You get to have your skill. You get to jump through the air and dunk and make it look all good. Doug, you've got to, I mean, these positions, hell, quarterback, you have to drop back trusting that these five dudes in front of you are going to keep the five 300-pound dudes in front of them away from you, right, while 
you're looking down the field, not looking at the people coming at you, okay? You are looking down the field at guys running around in areas. You have to throw that ball into the area on time while worrying about somebody falling around your feet, your ankles, your back, your head, and you're going to get hit, and it's going to happen about 20 times a game. And you've got to keep doing it over and over. And that's just the quarterback, right? Like yeah. every position is mentally and physically draining. And at any moment, like we saw with DeMar Hamlin, that is that is routine as it comes, what he did. He just had a regular-ass tackle. Regular-ass yeah. tackle, and that happened to him. Now, it's so minuscule, the odds of something like that happening to everybody. That's how you get to the compartmentalization, right? It's like... I mean, it's a freak accident. It, it, most people are never going to have this happen to them, but it's in your brain. But what I was so worried about was we're just going to glance right by this. People are going to be, they're going to have their sugar sweet moment. Like we're praying for tomorrow. And we saw all of that this, this, this past weekend, everybody, you know I mean? Hell you was talking about what, what they have the, 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 the microphones, what they do with the microphones, <laughs> the ESPN microphones with the three instead of the E and uh, yeah. Yeah. They did. They did all that. Everybody had the three shirts, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not decrying any of that. That's yo. Of course, you want to do. That. That's one of the the fallen comrades. You want to do all that. Yeah. But what I just I can't do is all the symbolism that went on. Dog, do you understand? Every game this in week 18, they showed somebody singing the national anthem before every game. We had to watch every game. Somebody we had to watch them <laughs> singing the national anthem. I noticed that. I was like, I was thinking, what's going on? Is this the playoffs? Doug, the NFL turned it into a week of not just caring about DeMar Hamlin. It turned into, yo, some patriotism. It, it, they, they find a way to do all this stuff, right? And it's like, during the regular season, we don't, maybe the first game of the season, they show us the national anthem. They show us the national anthem on maybe like Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving games because they try to give you all the entertainment. But this week they made us watch the national anthem on every damn hell. Even the Texans and the Colts, they were showing the national anthem. And some of these people can't sing, Dub. Like, what are we, why am I watching these terrible people sing the national anthem? Why? They got to milk it, it in, just, man. They got to milk this stuff in, and it was so it's all about annoying. This, and I'm not saying it's, it's again, I don't want to say it's scripted, right? But at the end of the day, there's a script that once it this is. happened, and once we all knew he was going to be okay, there is a script. And, I mean, yesterday's game, you can say, you know, the return in Buffalo just, oh, that cemented God. the script right there. Dub, did you, <laughs> were you listening? Were you listening? Were you listening to the, the call? You know who's on the call, right? It was Romo, right? It was Romo and Jim Nance. And Romo, when when uh, Naheem Hines runs that kickoff back, the first kickoff of the game back for a touchdown, do you know what he referenced? What did he say? You've seen the movie Angels in the Outfield, haven't you? <laughs> Dub. Wow. I wanted to throw my remote <laughs> at the TV. And you know what? He didn't, you know, he said angels. Out, you know what he actually said? He actually said angels in the end zone. And I, I just thought about angels in the outfield because 
I had never heard of a damn angels in the end zone because why would anybody make such a whack ass movie? Right. I didn't know that that was such a thing. I didn't. And I went on Twitter and I said, yo, oh, Lord, Tony Romo just made an angels in the outfield reference. And people were laughing and, 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 you know, liking the whole thing. Right. And somebody came in my mentions and was like, imagine not knowing the real reference. And he put a picture of angels in the end zone. And I said, my bad. I had no idea somebody made some crap like this. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know they took it a step further from the, from the, from the previous terribleness. They, they added on. They added on. They oh, put it wow. in the football field. Unbelievable. Right? And, and, and I hate when they do this, right? Because I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just not a religious dude, but I hate when people try to add all that religion in there. Because, okay, so the Angels was helping out on their first kickoff, but what happened when New England started scoring? Was the Angels taking a break? Was they, was they on nap? What was, where were the Angels when New England started scoring? Like, what, what happened? They was on the sideline chilling. They was on the side. I can't, it drives me literally insane. And now we got to hear all the, man, the Bills are America's team. Man, if y'all don't stop this. Just, yeah, I, can't I, you know, I think we should leave it as the, the young man is healthy. He's, you know, he's, he's in a lot better position than he was a week ago. And we've created enough awareness, I think. And, and keep it moving. Unless, you know, give him an interview. I mean, but you know he's going to be – and mentioned in every Bills game, every pregame, like it's gonna keep going. All especially if they go to the Super Bowl, it's a wrap. Oh God, it's a full gorgeous. movie will be made. Oh, movie be made. He's gonna be on the field. You know they're gonna walk him out. I just every game if he when he can finally walk, and I'm glad that he can. But they're going to milk this for so much. And so, and what I really hate that they did is I wish they didn't. I wish they just wouldn't milk this. And I wish they would just milk up his bank accounts, right? Because that's the thing that's killing me. Because this dude ain't got make sure his insurance is guaranteed. Make sure his insurance is guaranteed for life, man. And it's I know yes. it's, a, it's a special circumstance, but this dude, and and just show us how much you actually really care for him. Give him lifetime health care. Give him, let him be, let him get the pension. Give whatever years he because he can't dub, he cannot play football again. It's it's a wrap. Well, he that's cannot the story. go that's back the on the field. Story that, and that's the, the underbelly of the NFL, right? Like I, it's cool you guys are giving your condolences and your prayers and things like that, but he was only a second-year player. Yeah, so second-year, sixth-round pick. No. You know what I'm saying? No pension. He gets no pension. None. His his health care ain't even guaranteed because he's only been in the year two leagues, and he was a sixth-round yeah. pick. So I guess he was making like 800 this year was his was his salary. But for the people at home, when we say 800000 is a salary, don't forget about Uncle Sam and – yeah. Already off the rip, take 50% off of there, right? The taxes and the agents and the managers already got 50% of that. 800 went to 400 real quick, real fast. And he's only had that for two years. And the older I get, the more I realize 400 grand ain't shit. Okay. Like, wow. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to make that kind of money. But I remember when I was like, I remember when I was thinking, man, if I ever made a hundred grand, boy, I'm sure I'm good. Dub, I made a hundred grand a couple times in my life. A, few, a, few, a, a decade. I made it for a decade. I'm still where I'm at, Dub. I'm still where I'm at. I've been over a hundred grand for a decade. I still ain't doing shit. And so you, still you don't in the lines at Walmart. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still out here hustling and grinding, making over 100k a year. You know what I'm saying? I feel There's you cats. on that. I am right there with you. You think it's a lot until you make it, then you realize, oh wow, that ain't yeah. what I thought it you was. Know so that dude needs to get health care forever. He needs to get uh he needs to be able to get the pension. Now, of course, you're not gonna make his pension what he would have got if he had played for seven, eight years, because you don't know if he would have done that. But give him a pension for a dude who played two years in the NFL and just give him, you know what I'm saying, two hundred uh, give him a hundred K. Uh, 200k for the rest of his life and while he can work and yeah. do something else uh, hopefully the, the bills give him a job with the organization he could do something and and and, and be around that for for the rest of his his career because he's a symbol of, of 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 goodwill for them you know what i'm saying but yeah. ah man i'm just it, it i just want them to actually put something behind it instead of all these symbols that we had to watch on tv actually do something for this dude yeah and I then just, we get to I the want... games I want DeMar, you know, uh, hopefully I want whatever he wants, right? Like at the end of the day, hopefully he gets to, you know, tell his side of the story and and give his perspective on it. Um, but if he doesn't want to be the face, you know what I mean? He might not want to be the face of this. So I want to respect whatever it is at the end of the day that he wants and what kind of what he wants his legacy to be. Because I'm, I'm sure he doesn't want to be known forever as the dude who almost died on the field. Unfortunately, he may not have control over that, but I'm sure that's not what he wants his legacy to be. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I give him anything he wants except for some pads and a helmet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is that is out the window. Nobody is insuring that. That dude has got to. I'm sorry. Hey, man, sometimes being typecast is a good thing. Like, he just going to have to be he going to have to be Arnold in different strokes for the rest of his life. That's who he is. He is the dude who almost died in the football field, and this could happen to you. That's what he needs to do is, is go around and do some speaking engagements because he's never playing again. I just, I mean, yeah. I don't know what else he can do. He, only he can do is work in the front office. Maybe he could coach, do something. But, uh, you know, he raised a lot of money for his, for his charity. That was dope. That was something I really feel good about with, with seeing. And, um, you know, that, that it, it, but it sucks that it took – that because before he got this injury, he'd only raised like I think twenty five hundred dollars for this thing in two years. Yeah, you only needed now, he wanted like three grand. Yeah, that's all he wanted. And now they got like four mil or something like that, or maybe six mil. And I know it's a charity, but we need to let him uh skim a little bit of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> let him go ahead and skim day. Just turn a blind eye. Let that man take a little bit, because that's really what we was doing. We wouldn't give these kids $4 million worth of toys. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> there ain't enough kids. There ain't enough kids in Pittsburgh to play with all them toys. <laughs> now, he was doing this. He was doing this. He was doing this to, you know, to, to get the kids a couple of, you know, some nice gifts, a couple of gifts. You know, dog, come on. Give, give this man some of them M's. Damn. Yeah, I, I hear you uh, Okay. Okay, so so to the games, though. So we had a good – I felt like this was – I felt like this was maybe one of the best last weeks of football that we've seen in a long time because a lot because a lot of the games mattered. Yeah, they mattered. They they mattered. Do you, wait, do you think it's because the 17th game the, – the last game, though? You think that mattered? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, you know what? Because I think the 17th game, what it does, it does two things. 
It gives us some whack-ass games during the regular season, for sure, in the middle, because they got to get these games in wherever, right? This extra game. And then yeah. it gives us that last week where every where you got a whole week where games... And the NFL is scheduling it right. You know what I'm saying? You're getting... The last week, you're getting a lot of these divisional matchups where... I mean, hell, we had Detroit, Green Bay, right? We had Detroit, Green yeah. Bay. We had, um, I mean, they're Niners pretty much cards. all. Yeah, Niners cards, they're pretty much all divisional. Uh, Cow- Cowboys, Commanders, Giants, Rams, uh, Rams Eagles. Yeah, we got all divisional yeah. games. So it's going to come down to the end where somebody has to win these games and make it happen. And bless their souls, bless their hearts. The Detroit Lions, man, I'm, that's my second favorite team. Like, <laughs> literally, because I love that dude. You watch the Hard Knocks, right? The whole season with yeah, them, yeah, this yeah. offseason? Duh. <laughs> Dan Campbell is my dude. And usually I don't like them like them, I'm tougher Old than school. you, I'll kick your ass. I don't. I usually don't like them dudes. But when that dude rolls in and his offensive coordinator and his defensive coordinator is brothers, I rock with that dude. I'm already, I, we we good. We good. Me and Dan Campbell, good. Yo, he's giving some brothers a chance to be up there and see if they can make something happen for themselves in the next, you know, the next phase of things. Yo, I like that team and the fact that they had nothing to play for. Yeah, they, well, going into the game, did they know going into the game that they were out or was it during the game? Yeah, they knew. They knew because when Seattle won, that meant Detroit could not go to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, it was right. only going Seattle to be had to lose. Green Bay win. Yeah, Seattle had to lose for the beginning. Right. And shout out to my man Gino. We're going to take <laughs> a second real quick. We're going to take a second real quick and give Gino his flowers. Because there was people, and you know who you are, who I've talked to throughout the years, who was calling this man all kind of bums, saying he was no good when he never got a real shot to play. And all he did was turn in to the best quarterback, have the best quarterback season that the Seahawks ever had. And they got a dude who should be going to the Hall of Fame. Give him that's, his damn flowers, man. I will admit that. If you would have told me that Gino would have more passing yards in the history of the Seattle Seahawks after Russ had been there for 10 years or however long he was, I'd have said no way. Dog. All you needed is a chance, bro. Yards. All, you need, all he needed was a chance, and he never got it, and they finally gave it to him, and now they got a quarterback. Like, they don't have to go draft a quarterback. And they got the, the Broncos' first pick which is the number five overall they about to add some beasts oh my lord they're adding some beasts on they're gonna get they're gonna get because we're gonna talk about this draft in a second right we're gonna talk about this draft in a second because people have been killing my man lovey smith where i do not i don't like this at all don't like this at all but this the seahawks they're set up they got geno smith they're gonna have to give him some money coming up pretty soon maybe they maybe they gotta extend him this year give him a new contract give him some money They'll extend him out, give him some money, and you know what I'm saying, and build on this team. They got a good little squad there. Like they about to get ramrodded by the Niners this coming weekend, but they got receivers, they got a quarterback, they got a running back. They need, they, they got, they got some deep. They got oh, they need an O line. They need an O line, and That's they need all. some more D line and some linebackers. They've got a good little squad there, dog. They're going to be all right. Um, but the Lions. I swore I thought that they would just fold up because Jared Goff was there 
and it was cold outside. And that first quarter, he was looking shook. <laughs> Did you see him? Like, all the passes were low and behind. And I was yeah. like, this dude can't play in the cold. Cannot play in the cold. But you know what? He, he came through. He he put it together. And as he kind of grew. Now, I'll say this. Aaron Rodgers had some bad throws. But he also threw some dimes. The dudes were just dropping, man. Yeah. Come on, man. No, I, I I hear you. I think, but here's my thing with Aaron Rodgers. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. <laughs> I think, I think it's done, man. Like because there's no sense in him still. Okay, far be it for me to tell somebody don't go make fifty million dollars, right? But for I mean, I mean, unless you just unless you just want that damn fifty mil, which. <laughs> Trust me, I would want the fifty mil. Yeah, I want the fifty mil. But what else is he? What else is he here for except for the money? Because they're not winning, and he's not getting any better, right? So like wait, some of those passes. You, I just don't. I think that he's. I think he's past his prime. So wait, are you saying wrap it up? Period, or wrap it up with the Packers? Because it's two different wrap ups. I think you got to wrap it up. Period. Because where is he going to go? Like, they're not trading him. They're not going to trade him. If he's going to come back, he's going to come back. Now, and if you're going to trade him, who's... Now, I guess anybody might take that contract because somebody just paid Russell Wilson a ransom, oh, right? Bro, it's Aaron Rodgers. Somebody will take that contract. I guess somebody will. Hopefully, they'll trade him because i just rather, for me as the Packers... Just move on. You're not winning. That guy is not good enough anymore. And this is the thing. I think even with him getting traded somewhere, what we're going to see is the same thing we saw with Russell Wilson. To a, to a, I mean, to a lesser degree. But I think with, with Russ and with Aaron Rodgers, what made them so special was, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has a dope-ass arm, but Aaron Rodgers was a mobile quarterback, a dude who could move and make plays with his feet and still yeah. throw lasers down the field. Same thing with Russ. But when that athleticism starts to wane a little bit and the arm ain't as sharp as it used to be, dog, they're falling off a cliff. This is the worst year Aaron Rodgers has had in about a decade. Like, literally, the most interceptions he's thrown in 10 years, the least amount of touchdowns, like, he's not the same guy. And you're going to keep having him go out there and play in the frozen tundra when the games really matter? He's just going to get okay, worse. So here's my here's my prediction. It, I guess I need a prediction. But this is where if I have to take a shot in the dark of where I think he could go, don't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders or there's talk about him going to the Raiders. I could see that. But how do you make it? How do you make it work, though? That, you know what I'm saying, see, Derek? I don't know all the you know the, the schematics of how they would do it, but I feel like if that's what he wants, just like with Devontae, right? Like if that's what he expresses to the Packers, and the Raiders get wind of it and say, "Look, Aaron want to go reunite with Devontae. He's in a dome because that can add another two years to, to your to your plan. Yeah. If you can yeah. indoors yeah. every home game." They'll find a way. The Packers, and I don't think they want a first round pick. I don't think they need that. I think they just want to get rid of it. Get rid of Aaron at this point. Get what they can, move on, wrap it up, get from out of that contract, and, they, and they'll figure out what they're going to do quarterback wise. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You know who, you know what I see? 
and what I think, and this is another playoff team, I could Ooh. see because they've got picks, I think they've got picks, the Dolphins. Like, okay. Tua, Tua cannot, you can't keep throwing him out there. You can't, I, I think he's, I think he might be done with football. I, I, I can't see the Dolphins playing him this weekend um, up in, up in Buffalo. You cannot keep throwing this dude out there keep, to keep, he's had three concussions in less than like, what, like in two months? Yeah. <laughs> you cannot keep putting that dude out there. Like he's got to be done. And, or at least the Dolphins can't keep putting him out there. So what's going to happen? I, I mean, I feel like he might retire. That leaves an open spot for them. And I think for, if you're the Dolphins, you've got to go get a quarterback. Because they're ready made. They're just missing a quarterback. That's it. Yeah, yeah they're ready to go. And they play yeah. in Miami, warm weather, like and, and it's close to South America. He can go get all the, all the ayahuasca he wants. It's all <laughs> right there. It's literally right there. Right. Like, there. I mean, they can send a boat. He can take a boat catamaran <laughs> down to South America, grab some ayahuasca, and be back by game time. He could do that. I just I, I think the Dolphins would be a dope spot for him. Um, and, man, Aaron Rodgers, Tyreek, I, I think I think that just – Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Aaron Rodgers, that is ridiculous. That would be no, absolutely that's – that's, that that's a Super Bowl offense. Now, I don't know about their defense, but from an offensive yeah. standpoint, that's a Super Bowl winning offense for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and Mike and McDaniel I'm would have the plays right. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. But I am worried. You know who I'm worried about, though, is um, the Cowboys. And I'm not even a Cowboy fan. But, uh, all I'm worried, but but you know you know, I ride for the black quarterbacks, dog. <laughs> like, Dak, I've been riding for Dak in group chats. I mean, I shot a commercial with Dak, so I tried to, I tried to love Dak, even though the commercial didn't run. Thanks a lot, DirecTV. But I, I try to rock with Dak, man. Like, I'm trying. But he they make it so hard. Like, why are they not good? What What is wrong? They've got everything they're supposed to have. What is wrong? Dak is – I think Dak is feeling the pressure of trying to live up to that contract that he signed. I think yeah. every throw he's trying to justify being – what is Dak, top three? Highest paid? Pay it. And pay, yeah, I think he, I think he's top three. He's yeah. So I, I think he is trying to justify. I gotta be that dude. And remember, remember, you talked about this a while ago. Dak don't need to be throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game. No, nope. like he's not that dude. Yeah. But in his mind, I think because he's getting paid, that's he thinks he is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. And that ain't. Really and it. I thought. And I thought earlier in the season they kind of had fixed that. You know what I'm saying? And they were just they were running the ball, playing defense. And now yep. it seems like they're trying to throw the ball all over the place because CD Lamb, you know, is, is starting to open up a little bit. And they got, you know, Gallup and and who's the other dude? Noah, Noah Brown. Noah Brown, he ain't even no good, but they keep throwing that dude the ball all the time. And uh and Dalton Schultz, you know, a poor man's uh Mike Kaseki. You know what I'm saying? Like, poor man's George Kittle. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I just it's I don't understand why the Cowboys do this because if they just ran the ball, play defense. But you know what is really hurting them though is on one side they got Trayvon Diggs, 
on the other side, they got a dude who needs to be dug into the ground because he is garbage. <laughs> they are throwing his way all the time. Every time. He is the mark. Every time. Like, I haven't, Trayvon Dix is barely even in the damn screen anymore because they're not even looking his way. They are just marking the other dude uh, and kill him. I think I saw Mullen over there. I saw another dude named Brown. They were just getting crucified every time, yeah. every single play. And so if if Michael Parsons and them can't get home, that dude is on the island just getting getting mashed up, dog. It's just uh, – and I want the Cowboys to be good because they're a good story. I want them to play well, except for when they play the Niners. I want them to play well because everybody loves them. They're fun to talk about, right? But I'm just worried they might go down to Tampa and lose that game. Well, I'd say he's Even got though, no better setting than against the GOAT on the road because this is the perfect time for him to be able to shut some people up. But I don't know, down, man. man. I just think Tom, Tom, I think they're they going to win this game. Tampa's going to win this game. You think so? I think so, man. Uh, dog, I just, I can't. And the only reason I would say Tampa's win this game is just because of the names on the jerseys. But if you watch them play, there is no way they should beat the Cowboys. They should not beat the Cowboys. This team is not good. Yeah. I, so Tom is a standing statue back there against Michael Parsons. I get that. Because that's the only thing that, that would be very concerning for me. But I think Tom going into the playoffs the way they did, I think he's got a little chip, man. I think he's got a little chip and he's going to come out. He might be old Tom. <sighs> so what you think about our team? I mean, we we are Niner fans. Just so you know, as long as y'all know, you know I'm a Niner fan. Dub is a Niner fan. We we've been to a couple games this year. Um, gang, 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 bang, bang, Niner gang. Um, I'm worried about Purdy. I'm worried about Purdy. Okay, so me and you, we keep in constant contact, and we've been talking about Brock Purdy for the longest time. I'm gonna say it. I was wrong early. He's a pretty good quarterback from what I've seen so far. And all we can go off of is what we've seen thus far. But we still ain't played no elite offensive team. And to me, that dictates how you play as a starting quarterback on the other side. It's easy to play cool and relaxed when you're playing against the Cardinals, the Redskins, the the Raiders, Tampa Bay, because they were trash at times. Even Miami. Miami wasn't, for whatever reason, that game they weren't playing good at all. So it's easy yeah. to play when you got a 13, 14-point lead. No one's put the gas on you. But me and you went to that Chiefs game. We saw a curve stop. <laughs> I've seen. We've seen. We've seen it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's been playing good, but I, I just don't know. There's he's been playing questions. good, which there's too many questions. So I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm tempered. And people are always like, man, why you just be hating all the time? How can you can't just be excited? Dog, because I've seen this movie. I've seen it. We Doug, like people understand the Niners haven't won a Super Bowl <laughs> since 1995. Dog, we've uh. been back there We've been back there two times since 1995, and we lost heartbreakers. 
I've Ugh. seen these movies, <laughs> right? I'm trying to I'm trying to temper your guys' excitement and your heartbreak. Relax with all this Brock Purdy and all the comparisons and just the willingness to throw the baby out with the bathwater that is Trey Lance already. We've seen Brock Purdy play against some trash defenses, haven't had to come from behind, hasn't had to do anything, and hasn't even looked amazing doing it. He's just doing what a quarterback in the NFL should do. It's not like he's being Patrick Mahomes, even though Steve Young wants to compare him to Patrick Mahomes, which stop it. I, I, I feel like I should be struck down by lightning for even mentioning the damn thing. Brock Purdy, like I said, like I said in the last podcast. Brock Purdy should look like this. He was a four-year starter in college. That dude should not be getting rattled. He's played a lot of football. He's a quarterback. He knows how to read a defense. He's been doing it as a starter for four years in the Big 12. Not like the Big 12 was any good, but he's handled a team for four straight years. He should be able to come in and look unflappable. He should be able to come in and make some of the throws that are required of an NFL quarterback. But if you watch the game, He's missing a lot of throws as well, right? There's a lot of throws that I see him throw in the dirt or throw behind people, which just shows you why that dude was the last pick in the draft. And, and, and Dub, you were talking about that when before we started. You were saying Brock Purdy's going to get a lot of people fired. And I, and I agree with you because you said Brady got a lot of people fired. I agree, yeah. but it's like, it's, you're, it's like you're firing somebody for not finding the needle in the haystack. Right. Yeah. So what so so what are they going to do? Is everybody all of a sudden going to start looking for the dude in college who doesn't hop off the field, who doesn't pop off your screen? Because that's basically who Brock Purdy was. He doesn't have like this electric arm. He's not a fast runner or anything. He is more mobile than Jimmy G, but he's just a he's he's a good quarterback who was handed the keys to a damn Bentley. And he and he hasn't crashed it yet. Oh, he hasn't crashed it. Thank God. <laughs> And let's, but see, it's just, it's hard. I think of all the teams, it's the hardest to be a Niner fan. And let me, let me put some context to this. Because we have the best team, overall team, offensively, talent-wise, and defensively. Talk right? With Debo, Ayuk, with Kittle. We have all these stars on both sides of the ball, which you would think, like, oh, we're a lock to go to the Super Bowl and even possibly win the Super Bowl. But we have something going against us in hundreds of years. I don't know how many years the NFL been going on. No rookie has ever won the Super Bowl. Ever. No. no. And it's like, how do you go against that? You know what I mean? So it, it's hard to be a Niner. I mean, it's not hard, but it's it's tricky. It's a tricky time right now to be a Niner fan. Yeah. and And I think... Because we've talked about this too, like what happens after next year? I mean, we let's let's. Uh, I'm not trying to jump ahead and be all crazy with it, but what happens next year when Trey Lance is healthy and if Purdy leads them to a nice run in the playoffs? Or oh my God, wins the Super Bowl? Like I said, if he wins them a Super Bowl, I'm a Purdy fan, and you got to be done with Trey Lance. But I think already we can say this right now: the Trey Lance trade was a bad ass idea 
Yes. No, like if if I was listening to Bomani Jones talk about this today earlier, and he basically is echoing what we talked about two years ago before the draft. You don't trade like it's it's asinine that you traded away all these picks to get a dude who you never really saw do it at the highest level, but off potential, when you can go get the dude who didn't cost you no picks and you could have got him what you did at the end of the damn draft and your team looks just as good, if not better, than everybody else in the league. So why 100%. are you spending that capital to get to draft up and trade and get a guy like this when you don't? You don't, I mean, I get it. We want to upgrade the position, but this Purdy thing is just making that Lance trade look god awful. Yeah, I think you never trade up for a dude who, if you have to say, I think he can be great. Like, there should be no think if you're trading as much as we did to go up to number. You got to get a dude who you say, if I get him in the building, he's going to be great. Like, at the time, you know. He's just now becoming decent, Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence. But at the time, the Trevor Lawrence is the Andrew Lux. Those consensus number one picks and highest rated picks, those are guys where you say, if I get them in the building, they're going to be great. I just need to coach them up. Yeah. There is no it. There is no I think. And with Trey, there was just too many questions, man. Yeah. And we had Justin Fields sitting right there. Like, <laughs> can you imagine Justin Fields on this yeah. team? Can you imagine? Oh my God. But, but, but oh not even God. that. Not like, think about the, the defensive players or even the other skilled position players we could have drafted that could have been just as dope because it's just proven you don't have to get a quarterback in the top five or top 10 to go to the playoffs. So let's do this. Out of the teams during the playoffs, let's, let's do the NFC. How many of those quarterbacks were top 10 picks? <sighs> NFC. Dak Prescott, nope. Nope. Tom Brady, nope. Nope. Uh, Purdy, nope. Nope. Geno Smith, nope. Nope. (laughs) Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Um, Okay, okay. Daniel Jones. Kirk Cousins, nope. Suspect. Kirk Cousins, nope. Nope. And Jalen Hurts, nope. No, there's one top ten pick, and he ain't even even better than any of the other ones. (laughs) Like, there's one. You don't (laughs) have to do it. You just don't, and, and that's something that we—I was saying before. If you're, if, if you are taking a quarterback outside, of the, if you, if you're not trading up to go get a quarterback, you might as well just wait and let somebody fall around to you. There is no reason to draft a quarterback at the end of the draft, like in the first round. I don't even think you take a quarterback in the first round if. You don't if it's somebody that nobody else is trading up to get because that's just a dude that you can replace with anybody. Kenny Pickett was that dude from this year uh, at what twenty three? He was the first quarterback taken at twenty three. Dog, yeah. they could have been fine just waiting and grabbing somebody in the second, third, fourth round instead of spending that first rounder on him and grab an impact offensive line, defensive line, wide receiver, something. Kenny Pickett is just a dude. He will be gone in three years. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. it, it just it just don't matter. And speaking of quarterbacks in the draft, well, let's wrap this NFL thing up real quick with Lovey Smith and the Texans. And you called me, you called me yep. yesterday and were like, what the hell are the Texans doing? Because we had opposite sides of this thing. And so you, yeah. you tell them what your side, what your, what your, what your beef was at first. So my side, when I, so I, I'm in the car driving and I'm hearing the Texans won and they completed like a fourth and 20 pass 
and went for two to win the game. And in my head, my thought process was, wait, didn't that, wouldn't that have cost them the first pick though? Now, again, I'm under the understanding you need a quarterback, right? And if Bryce Young is your guy, or if you think, you know, CJ Stroud, whoever you think would go number one is your guy, I'm like, damn, that's, that's a game I might not want to win to secure the future of my franchise. Now, after I spoke with you, you calmed me down. We talked about, well, look, it really don't matter because now the Bears have the number one pick. So it's all irrelevant because the Bears ain't picking a quarterback. So you're still yeah. going to have C.J. Shroud, Bryce Young, whoever it is they want to pick is going to be there. And at the end of the yeah. day, it's Lovey's job to win ball game. That's what he's there to do. That's what he's getting paid to do. That's what you got to do. So It's absolutely insane. I was listening to people. Adam Schefter got on TV this morning, and I, I, I had to do a IG post about it. Adam Schefter got on and was undressing Lovey for failing at failing, saying they they need to lose the game. Now they don't have the first pick. I'm like, dog, this is insane that they would do this. And I'm, and I'm taking it here because this is what I do. You're going to castigate this black NFL head coach, which there aren't many, almost none, right? You're going to castigate this dude who knows it's hard to have this job in the NFL for winning an NFL game, which is already hard to do. A dude who knows he's probably going to get fired because why? He coaches the Texans, who just fired a black dude last year who'd only been there for one year. And both of them got fired. Why? Because they couldn't win games with Davis Mills at quarterback. I want you, I, I want you to show me. Get, hey, give Bill Belichick Davis Mills and see how many games they win. Right? <laughs> Doug. And so we're we're calling this man out for getting his team prepared to win and go out and show some heart, right? Which is what everybody's always talking about. Man, they got heart. Man, show some heart. Lovey Smith did that. And it doesn't even matter if they won or lost, right? They went out there and they won. Those dudes wanted to play and win a game. So they win the game. They fall to number two in the draft. The Bears get the number one overall pick. They're not taking a quarterback, and they're not trading that pick because there's nowhere they can trade with anybody who needs a quarterback that would knock them out of a chance to get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, who are probably the two best players in this draft outside of Bryce Young, because I think Bryce Young is the truth. But the Bears are going to stay right there and take one of those dudes. They're not trading outside of the top five. And so the Texans are going to get their quarterback and – Lovey just saved them money on a quarterback because now instead of having to pay him number one money, you're going to pay a quarterback number two money. It's it's absolutely mind-blowing that people went in on him and lost their minds. And thank God Michael Irvin was on TV today with some sense because he was talking about He's like, yo, ain't nobody give a damn about them draft picks. If I'm playing in that locker room and there's somebody who comes to me and talks about, hey, we need to lose this game because of draft pick, I'm busting him in his damn mouth. Are you crazy? Like, these dudes are out here because, and we'll tie it all back to DeMar. They're out there playing because you never know when you're going to be a DeMar Hamlin. You are going all out all the time to win and play your hardest because everybody's watching, right? So these dudes are going to go out there and tank or lose a game because... They want to get a number one draft pick who, for all intents and purposes, dog, these are just lottery tickets. You don't know if that shit is you really going to hit. Do. 
you don't know what they're going to do, but we gonna, we got to get this number one pick. We're going to lose this game, so we definitely get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Them dudes could be busts. You don't know. All you do know is that I'm going out there and putting my best tape out there because we suck. I'm going to have to go get another job somewhere anyway, and what they going to do? They're going to hold it against me when they see me on, on, the, on the game lagging, when I ain't really going hard because we're supposed to get the number one pick. And what they going to do to Lovey? When Lovey tried to go get another job, you know for sure somebody's going to say, oh, man, I've seen him tank some games before, though. Nick, what? <laughs> that, this, is, this is what they would do. It's just it's crazy to me that this is where we're at, but it just comes in from, you know, it's, it's all the sports talk and the, and the media and people doing this because I know for me and I know for you as a player, dog, unless the coach sits me down, if I'm in there playing and, we, and the coach I'm is playing. like, yo, we, let's get this win's game, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it, you know, if it's a slow side, and that's the crazy thing, right? There is plenty of stuff to talk about. So to to bring that up on the day that he got fired, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come hey, on, he got man. Fired. Like, just, let's just not bring that him, up. Kick him right down. Oh, oh, you, you saw the story about Bernie Kozar, right? No. Oh, my God. I did so not. Bernie Kosar, former quarterback for the uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, he is the he is the pregame show um, host for the team, Cleveland Browns. He works for the Cleveland Browns, does okay. a pregame show, right? He was on there talking about how this week he bet $19,000. It was a symbolic bet because he was number 19. He bet $19,000 on the Browns to win the game. And uh, immediately upon relaying that information over the airwaves he was hit with a message saying uh your services are no longer needed <laughs> he was fired i was about to say uh, can he do that <laughs> you cannot do that when you work for the nfl when you work for any nfl team as a player as a coach as a talking head you are not allowed to gamble on the games so my man put nineteen thousand dollars on the browns and guess what happened duck Oh my God! Well, they won the game. The Browns. Did they win? Lost that game. They lost. Up. They oh, lost. they won last week. It was last week they won. He he lost nineteen thousand dollars, and his. Wait, job. How much was his salary? That's... <laughs> I don't know. He lost nineteen thousand dollars <laughs> and his job in one day. <laughs> oh. You what would make him up. think he can say that? I don't know. Keep that to yourself because if he never said anything, he probably keeps his job. And he lost a 19, but he keeps his job. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody checking for Bernie Kosar, placing bets. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what do you have to tell the world wow. about this for? Just be telling on themselves. Um, okay, so game picks. What do we got? Um, this is Wild Card Weekend. Niners, Seahawks. What do you think? I mean, this is all Niners. This is this is easy money right here. Yeah, Niners. I, I think Niners that's all an easy game. All day. Uh, Vikings, Giants. Giants at the Vikings. Um, it's indoors. I'm going Vikings. Um, I don't think Giants have scored enough points. Man, I'm I'm actually going with the Giants on this one, dog. I think really? I think it's gonna be a close game. Dog, they played earlier this year, and the Vikings won 27 to 24 on a walk off field goal. Right? It was a uh, like a 55-yard field or 60-yard field goal to win the game. I think I think the Giants 
Kayvon, your boy that we used to we we was talking trash about before the draft. That dude is a monster, dog. He 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 ain't he ain't shit. He, he he's an asshole. But that dude is a monster. Like he's I, been a beast, man. I think in order for the Giants to win, Saquon's got to go off. And yeah, they, they just haven't shown me any consistency with what. They can do with Saquon going off, and then I just don't know who on the outside they're going to be throwing to. Yeah, Dog. Yeah, that's you the see, thing. they paid Kenny Galladay seventy-two million dollars, and he just got his first touchdown in two years. Yeah, man, he's he is a bust, <laughs> bust. But I'm going with the Giants in that one, dog. I'm going with the Giants in that one. Um, okay. uh, what else we got? We we got uh, who, who else? Oh, well, Cowboys, Buccaneers, and, Cowboys. We going to do Cowboys and Buccaneers. Bucks. Buccaneers Cowboys. Buccaneers Cowboys. What you what you what you think? I'm going Bucks in a close game. I say wow. Bucks by six. Wow. I'm going yep. Cowboys, dog. I, I gotta stick, I gotta stick with my black quarterback. I gotta stick with him. <laughs> I cannot. They're dog, they're too good to have they have too much talent to lose to the trash Buccaneers. I just think that they're trash. I think Brady is old. He is a wrap it up B superlative candidate. He needs to wrap it up for real. Um uh, okay. where, where we at? Okay, AFC, AFC. Uh Bills, Dolphins. Oh, that's Bills. Bills yeah. all day. I don't think two is playing. I don't think two is playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Bills not even close because they go yeah. play Teddy Bridgewater or the other dude. Oh, yeah, or the other that's dude who is Skyler. Skyler Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no quarterback named Skyler. No, you got to go. Um <laughs> no, Cincy Ravens. Bengals. Bengals Ravens. Okay, so is Lamar playing or what? I think he's going to play, but he's still – I mean, he hasn't played in five weeks, so that dude's coming back in off an of injury and rusty. There's no way they're That's, winning this game. No. If, I would be shocked if they pulled this off. It's Shocked. There's no shocked way they're winning they this game. This off. If they win this game, I need people to everybody buy your tickets to the Lamar train and get on. I don't want to hear no more about – this dude, if he comes back after being injured and being gone for five weeks and beats the Bengals at home, just just leave that man alone. Give him all this money and leave that man alone. Um, what else we got over there on that side? Oh, we got Chargers. Uh, oh, Chargers, Jacksonville. Chargers with the coach who needs to be fired. Tell him why he needs to be fired, Dub. Okay. <laughs> when you have a playoff seed wrapped up. For all you non-football locked fans. In, locked in. Locked in. And it don't matter the outcome of the game if you move up or go down. Your seat is locked. So if you win or lose, you are still going to be the exact same seed you started out before the kickoff. Just like you the Giants. You do not play any of your starters. You might want to play them a couple of plays, a quarter, whatever but you do not play them deep into the third, into the fourth quarter of a football game. Like we just saw, we, I mean, and I don't want to bring DeMar Hamlin into this, but we just saw how basic a tackle one can make and something is crazy happen afterwards. So, I mean, his job needs to be on the line. It needs to be. He's got unless they win a Super Bowl, he's got to go. Like I've always, I've, I've, this whole season, I've been talking about. I don't think he's a good coach. He just 
he take he goes for it on fourth down too much, and then he, he go, there's times where he doesn't go for it on fourth down when he should, and now you got this dude playing starters. He's got to go, but and I think and he got Mike Williams here. Got Mike Williams hurt. Now you down a receiver. You already ain't got no receivers who can burn nobody. You got a bunch of nope. move the chain dudes. Like this is. I think the Jaguars win this game, and and they played a tough game in Tennessee or against Tennessee, where I thought they should have beat Tennessee's breaks off with Josh Dobbs, who he's not good. But no, I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand how. But I think the thing with with Tennessee is they can run the damn ball when they got Derrick Henry back, and he was just gushing them for yards. And their defense is dope. I don't see the char- Chargers don't got that kind of defense. The Chargers ain't got that kind of running game. So it's going to be all on on Justin Herbert taking these little dink and dunk, you know, 10 yard, you know, because, because they ain't got no, they ain't got no burners. So no, I, I just, I think the Jaguars win this game. I think it's the Jags. Yeah. I'm going Jags and they're going to have, you know, obviously one of the best turnarounds from uh, that urban experience from last year, which was awful. Yeah. Oh, God awful. So (laughs) he better not get a coaching job ever again. Dog, I've 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 heard some rumblings. I gotta forget where I saw. I thought somebody was talking about Urban possibly. I just, oh my god, just just can't happen. So we might not, we probably ain't gonna have you for Super Bowl. But uh, who you got for Super Bowl? What you got? Okay, I'm gonna go. It's a cliche to just go Kansas City because they're number one and they got Patrick. I just no, I'm, I'm I think they win it too. I got Kansas City too. <laughs> I'm saying they I got just, home, home home field. I've I've seen the dude be down in games this year, and as long as he's got the ball, I just feel like there's no other better player that gives you a chance when he when 15 got the ball. It just and you don't even have great weapons around him. That's what's crazy. So I, I say, I say it's a rematch: Niners versus the Eagles. I mean, I'm talking about Niners versus the KC. And the only reason why I don't have the Eagles going. Is because I still think Jalen Hurts is hurt. I think his shoulder's still messed up. Yeah. What do you think? Another week? You think he he got a week to to get right? A week to 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 rest up a little bit more? <laughs> they I shouldn't just... have played. I mean, I know they had to secure the number one seed, but they were saying yeah he was hurt during yesterday's game. Uh. And that's a, yeah, that's a throwing that's shoulder. Be... Dog. Like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I think I'm a Giants fan for the rest of these playoffs because. I think I, I want the Giants. I mean, I'm a Giants or or Vikings. Um, although we would end up playing the Vikings if they, you know, when they win uh, in the second round. Uh, but I would love the Giants to beat the Vikings, so then they would play the they would play uh, the Eagles in the next round. And I think the Giants can beat them because they play tough games. I think the Giants yeah. can mess around. And if the Giants beat them, then the Niners get the conference championship at home, and we beat the Giants. So <sighs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it too. I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the Niners. I'm gonna say Niners Kansas City, and then we in for a whole hell of a damn off season with Brock Purdy and this Trey Lance thing. And Lord, I don't want to hear it, but we gonna hear it. Um, <laughs> national championship tonight, TCU Georgia. What you got? Come on now, man. All right, so shout out to my godson, my nephew Evan Vernon, senior at TCU. Showed me a great time, and I wanted to go visit him. So, you know, I'm about to ride with – I've been to the stadium, dog, the, the vibe, the atmosphere. I'm riding with the Horn Frogs. I'm going to say they win by field goal. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Dub, you don't got to do this. I know. Dub, you're, I'm sure your cousin is going to listen. He's going to love you either way. 
you don't have to put this on your name. Okay. <laughs> Let's just be real. They're about to get stomped. They're about I've to got, get I've got I've gone too far. I can't I can't jump over again. I've gone too far. Doug, I got, is, I got a they shirt. Just, I got two hats. I got a beanie. I got too much merchandise to go to turn around now. <laughs> I've gone too far. They, they are about to get <laughs> stomped. I hope it's a good game. I don't mind. I don't mind a big game. I mean, although I did bet I took I took uh, Georgia minus 13 and a half because I just think they've got too much. They, they Dog, like, TCU has never. And you could say, well, they beat Michigan. Michigan ain't no damn Georgia. Like, Georgia yeah. has never. They have NFL players everywhere. TCU got about three. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying TCU got about three dudes who can make some noise in the NFL. Like, the receiver is dope. I think they got a dope DB. And their quarterback is going to be a backup in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, their running back is yeah. supposed to be good, but I think he's hurt. I think he's hurt, though. So, running back is hurt. They got a good They got uh, a good linebacker, though. Number 13, I think. Yeah, they got, uh, yeah, yeah. Linebacker, linebacker's good. But yeah, Georgia... I don't. Georgia's I just, just don't like everywhere. I know I don't like him either. I don't like him no, either. But all he does, I, I didn't know. he just gets no, it done. Twenty-five years old. Twenty-five. <laughs> like twenty-five. No, you are twenty-five years old. Come on, man. Doug. <laughs> there. I mean, I just. But but that's what that's part of what helps them be great is they got a dude who's who's more experienced and a little smarter than all these dudes because he's older than them. Like, literally, yep. he has more – he just is going to make better decisions than a 21-year-old or a, or a 19-year-old quarterback, you know what I'm saying? And I think mean, Max Dugan ain't that far off. I think, was he, like, 23, 24? Like, they got yeah, a bunch of – they yeah. got a bunch of uh, – what they got what, – what was the dude's name? Remember uh, remember the dude from Florida State, old-ass quarterback? Oh, Winky. Uh, <laughs> they got a bunch of Chris Winkies out here trying to play yep. ball, dog. Like, but, but yo, you get an old dude who got some experience. That's that helps you out. But in this is what's dope. This is this is what NIL is gonna do. Dudes don't have to go to the NFL now. Dudes can sit, make money, and if they're not ready, they can say, "I'd rather play another year of college, make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, and then go to the NFL later." You're gonna see a lot of dudes, fifth year seniors, starting in national championship games. True, true, very yeah. true, um, and and well said. And thank you so much for coming on. That's my man, Justin Wilson. Appreciate Anytime, you, bro. Kevin Cleland. Kevin Cleland, thank you so much for engineering, producing, running the show. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. And find us wherever you find your podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, all that good stuff. And make sure if you like, oh, definitely, believe podcast network that's b-l-e-a-v dot com find us and if you like the podcast and i know you do share it tell a friend we'll see y'all next week peace thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.